Today, I'm delighted to be with Dave Hendricks. Thank you so much for joining, Dave. Great to be here, Nisa. Great to see you as always. As always, and, and I'm a longtime board member, full disclosure. Love it. So why did you start Vertalo? Well, Vertalo came out originally of Series X, the company that we started in 2017. Uh, we had built a platform for due diligence between organizations and their associates. And in July 2017, we released that platform to my last company. It was a due diligence uh, application, uh, kind of a two-sided marketplace. The interesting thing was that we used smart contracts to connect organizations with their associates. So we released that in July 2017, and this is you know, when a lot of companies were starting to look at uh, non-dilutive ICOs as ways to raise funding. So in September 2017, we, we put together a white paper and a yellow paper kind of outlining this platform and how we use smart contracts for it. And we started working through the idea of writing an ICO. Well, we took this idea to our lawyers and to our co-founder and general counsel, Gautam Gudral, and uh, he looked at it in his hotel room and he came back the next morning and he said, mm, I'm a securities lawyer, I'm ex-SEC, this doesn't look like something that we should run, but let's talk to the lawyers. So we went and we spoke to Longstein Sandler, our law firm, they said, yeah, this ICOs are, are challenging. So in October of 2017, we decided to do a security token offering, a Reg D security token offering. And in March of 2018, we issued this Reg D Reg S to 53 holders, um, you know, in a, in a very, very early STO. It was a real challenge to do this. And the one thing which really uh, struck us was the, the process of transferring the tokens from a multi-sig wallet to all of our 53 holders, error-free, flawlessly, by hand, took about nine hours. It was very complex to do it, and we thought, okay, that's a problem, getting shares to holders uh, you know, in, a, in, a, in a very easy fashion. But the real problem that we saw was that there was no place to track the ownership of those digital equities, those digital shares uh, on the market. We saw issuance platforms that could create tokens, and we saw uh, uh, exchanges and ATSs that were being created to trade them. And these are artifacts that came over from the ICO era. I mean, those still exist now, firms that write a token for you and firms that trade tokens. What we didn't see was the missing part in the middle. And the missing part in the middle was a shareholder registry, like a cap table. If you're going to issue equities on chain, you're not gonna be able to manage them in a spreadsheet. You, you can't use tools like Carta or these other cap table platforms to manage that ownership because it's in a wallet. It's not a certificate. And we had built a rudimentary version of this for ourselves. So coming out of that issuance in March, I fell in love with the problem that we had found and solved in a rudimentary fashion for ourselves. So in May of 2018, I pivoted the company. And I said, we're not gonna do this old uh, kind of HR diligence application. We're gonna focus on 
uh, building a transfer agent, cap table, and shareholder registry for digital assets. And that's, uh, that's kind of how uh, we pivoted and, and got into the, into the Vertalo that you might be familiar with today. So some people say that we'll know when blockchain technologies have reached their potential when most users are using it without realizing it. How much emphasis do you place on that thinking in your build out and how critical are partnerships versus building in-house? Well, that's a great question. We were not uh, blockchain native. We used we thought blockchain was a really good technology, a super slow database, but really good for certain things. And so, you know, we hadn't been trading in and out of wallets ourselves. And so we we saw the wallets uh, first as a problem for mainstream investors. So once we built this, the first thing that we started to do was to try to tame the wallet problem. And the reason why I said tame the wallet problem was we thought that unless we could tame the wallet problem, no security token offering or, or you know, digital equity sale would appeal to normals. So we started working with a custodian, a, bi a big one um, uh, in September of 2018 to kind of start fixing the wallet problem to make it easier for, uh, for an investor to manage a wallet and to bring a wallet to a, to, um, a capital formation event. But you know, making MetaMask easier to use wasn't enough. So in, in May of 2019, we introduced keyless custodial wallets. Um, well, well our, our feeling was that uh, keyless custodial wallets look most like uh, E-Trade or Coinbase. Mm -hmm. And that if you, if you want to reduce the complexity and the barriers and the obstacles to adoption of digital equities, uh, programmable assets, what you have to do is you first have to get the nerd stuff out of the equation. And the nerdiest thing in, in, in crypto or blockchain is definitely the wallet. Um, managing private keys, pass raises, um, you know, using MetaMask and these other things, which just, you know, people don't want to bother with it and they're scared to self-custody. Right. So we, so, we, so we first simplified that. That was kind of one of our signal, uh, you know, um, innovations within our platform. Of course, Coinbase had been doing that already. And I really attribute the simplicity of Coinbase uh, as, as, a, as an inspiration for our own platform. Because look, they have 30, 40 million people on their platform who don't know what a wallet is and don't know what, you know, what a token looks like. They're just buying the underlying asset. So we thought first, you gotta get rid of the complexity of wallets. Mm -hmm. The next thing that we saw, which was complex and expensive, was the production of a, the token itself. Um, in you know, we initially our plan was to was to onboard tokens produced by so-called token issuance platforms, and you know, once you know, we we saw that none of them had built or were building data management platforms like we were to manage uh, digital assets in a shareholder registry, and so we expected that we were going to onboard uh, their uh, the tokens produced by these by these companies. But we took a look at how much they were charging for this service, and we thought, wow, here's a really great business opportunity. So the wallets 
solved a complexity problem for the investor. We then wanted to solve a complexity and cost problem for the issuer as well. So, um, so in the summer of 2019, we introduced um, like three-click tokenization. Uh, what this did was it, it, it enabled uh, any issuer, uh, regardless of uh, whether they're raising money now or whether they had a seasoned asset already or whatever the state of their company was in, to onboard data onto our platform in the form of a good cap table or a registry of shareholders. And then with three clicks, turn that into a token. And we wanted to demystify uh, the tokenization process we also wanted to reduce the cost because you know where where wallets are an impediment and an obstacle for mainstream investor adoption, the cost of tokenization is is the real impediment uh, in many ways to mainstream issuer adoption. And so now we're starting to see really many more token issuances and um, especially in real estate. And I know that you're focusing there as well. Talk a little bit about what we can expect to see now in security token offerings. We created a division called Vertala Real Estate in, uh, in, uh, during COVID. Uh, I, I found a team in Philadelphia um, uh, called Advanced Blockchain. We did an acquire hire of that team that went into effect in June. Uh, we found uh, a president for Vertal Real Estate who's been running his own real estate investment uh, funds for 30 years and it was a prop tech entrepreneur, Gary Brandeis. He's running that division uh, for us in Pennsylvania. And now they're signing a lot of deals. Um, uh, this week, uh, we're going to add a, uh, a new client. Uh, it's called uh, Mount X. Uh, they are in Mexico and in Canada, and Mount X is bringing on at least 15 properties onto Vertalo and tokenizing those. Um, we have uh, an, another uh, real estate project. It's a Reggae Plus. It's a $100 million Reggae Plus offering, uh, which is it's multifamily assets in the Northeast. Um, I'll announce that one uh, shortly, and that one's coming on. And every day we have uh, more real estate companies calling us and saying, hey, how can we use this technology to reduce costs for fund administration, but also improve liquidity um, uh, for our investors? And you recently wrote about the employee stock option plans, which you have experience with as well. Talk, talk a little bit more about that. There are, a lot, there are a lot of problems with ESOPs. First of all, recording the ESOP transaction at the company is very expensive. Um, often you'll get granted shares, they won't get properly recorded, and you won't know until much later that you actually didn't get the grant that you want. Um, em employees have trouble tracking them because they don't have access to the cap table because for 80% of companies, it's managed on a spreadsheet somewhere, so they have no idea whether they own them. And then if you actually do own them and, you, and, you, and, and your company's doing well, the process of selling them is uh, very expensive both for the company costs hundreds of dollars, if not a thousand dollars for a company to do the legal work to enable you to sell your options. And because the because it's it's a peer-to-peer, -peer, fundamentally a peer-to-peer -peer market, uh, there's not a marketplace. Uh, and so finding a marketplace for options for other than the top 50 startups is impossible. Uh, and 
And so what we believe is that if you can, uh, if you can digitize and tokenize employee uh, equity in the form of options, uh, and then uh, enable, uh, have a secondary market, you know, like a, a, you know, maybe a, a shares post uh, kind of market where you can then um, offer your options for sale with a cashless exercise, that perhaps uh, employee options might become something that are life-changing for employees. Today, for most employees, employee stock options are, uh, are cherry on the top, and if their uh, their company um, doesn't go public, there's or get acquired, there's not much to do with them. And a lot of a lot of uh, employees work for years in a company and then walk away from options. So we're talking about all the benefits here. We're talking about transparency, automation, and liquidity. And we've seen uh, a slow rise in liquidity in this market, but we've seen a very fast rise in DeFi. And it's the looking for real world assets as collateral in these um, liquidity pools um, is an area that Vertalo can master. So talk a little bit more about that. There's a whole, there's a whole world of assets which are illiquid today um, such as real estate and uh, and other cash debt, other cash flowing instruments, where no market exists. There's not a borrowing and lending market. There's not really a selling market. Um, and there are these pools of owned assets, which are ideal to be pledged as collateral to to uh, underpin and support DeFi markets and provide liquidity. Vertalo's plan is to enable asset owners. Uh, real estate funds, real estate investors, um, people who own uh, who own debt instruments, to bring those assets onto the Vertalo platform, and then in a couple of clicks, turn them into a, a tokenized asset which can be pledged as collateral on DeFi networks. Um, what this does is that it enables someone who owns an asset not to sell it, but to borrow against it without having to work through a bank or through the other kind of costly procedures that they have to today. And then to use that, use the capital that they get from from that uh, from that borrowing event to go do other things with their business, maybe invest further in their business or 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 or, or more. Um, today, uh, there's an interesting proposal on MakerDAO, which you can look up uh, on RWA. We believe that in Q4, real-world assets will come into DeFi and broaden DeFi out far beyond its current constrained market of uh, cryptocurrencies. And this will give uh, investors the opportunity to uh, get, uh, to, to, to uh, lend against these uh, real world assets and get high rates of return, um, mid to high single digit interest uh, payments. It'll, not, it'll allow uh, asset owners to pledge their assets and and uh, and get capital in return without having to, to enter into a tax event like you would if you have, if you sold the asset. Very exciting, and we'd love to have you back uh, to talk about what else is on the horizon for Vertalo and the rest of 2020 and 2021. And we thank you so much for being with us today, Dave. Thanks a lot, Nisa.